Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Missing Piece. What's going on, Angie? Hey, Paul. How you feeling today? Well, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, what, what about you? I'm not feeling so good. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little, little bug that one of the kids gave me, and I uh, kind of feel like I'm going at half speed right now, but that's all right. Yeah, I've really been trying to take care of you today. <laughs> You've done a good job. I've got a lot of naps in. Um, hey, but we also preach rest and recovery. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that, I mean, I'm not going to lie. The first thing I thought, because this kind of hit sort of at the end of last night, like as I was going into bed, I'm like, oh my god, like waves of nausea are waving, are rolling over me, right? It's the worst. And I was actually fired up because I had just done like two hours on the grill. Like we're so prepped out for food for the week. I did my whole like ritual planning um, <clears throat> during nap time. Like you optimized on that. Yeah, like Sunday. when the kids were napping, I like planned out my week, and you know it was kind of a trickier week because um, I'm traveling for for one day, like for a consulting day uh, to Savannah. And so the short week... That's where you're going? <laughs> yeah. That's on my list. Well, I'll tell you how it is. <laughs> and um, anyway, um, so then I, you know, I, w- I was all ready to go. I was in bed at a decent hour, you know, reading, falling asleep. And all of a sudden I'm falling asleep and these waves of nausea come over me. And the first thing I thought was, shit, I'm not going to be able to live tomorrow. <laughs> like, like once I realized that I was sick, right? Because, right. because the kid, you had it last week and Leif had it this week. And all of a sudden I'm like, shit, I got that bug. And my whole agenda, my whole schedule is going out the window. But at the end of the day, you know, I just did the bare minimum day. I had like one client meeting, two client meetings, like a couple other things, just like dealing with our team. But that's it. You know, I, and I slept and I slept as much as I could because there's no point in just rushing back to training if you've just if your body's just completely destroyed from an infection. So um, I am resting. I'm probably going to rest the whole week. No point in putting more stress on an already stressed yes, body. Correct. Much better way to say it. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize that training and exercise is a stressor for your body. And what happens is, like you get stronger or you put on muscle or whatever, your cardiovascular system gets more efficient in response to that stress. But if you're already stressed out, you can only take so much stress at once, right? So it's like applying the appropriate amount. So if my body's already stressed from trying to get get through this infection um, or bacterial or viral, I don't know what it is, but it's already stressed and like the capacity is taken. So that's that's what's up, guys. So there's a little lesson in there. And uh, so I didn't get to lift today and I'm bummed about it. Uh, anyway, anywho, um, what we're talking about today is awesome. I think it's honestly a concept I haven't heard anybody else talk about in the fitness industry, and that's finding your sweet spot. I feel like it's definitely um, the the verbiage is unique to us, and I just feel like the concept is maybe glassed over. Like if you get a really, really good coach, they'll sort of imply it. You know what I mean? It's implied in the coaching, but I don't think a lot of people talk about it explicitly like we do. You know, So I think it's worth bringing up, and we're doing a training on it. 
in the group this week and we're, and we're creating a new free resource in our Facebook group as well. So, um, this is guys, this is why our clients are successful right here is, is because of these concepts. Uh, what, and, what day is that training call typically going to be Thursdays? Thursdays are the training day. So if you're listening to this on yeah. Wednesday, it's tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah. All right. So, um, but yeah. You know me, I like a good plan. I love it. So yeah, I mean, this is kind of stuff we do in, in our work with clients. We, we create, yes, we create workout programs. Yes, we help with nutrition, but more, I would say more than giving meal plans. I think people get really confused on that. Like, they're like, hey, I just need a meal plan and I'll be set. It's like, no, you don't need a meal plan. It's not what we do anyway. What we do is we give you tools and we teach you how to use them, you know, because there's, um, because that way you're flexible and that way you can figure this out for yourself as your life changes. And that's what this finding the sweet spot's all about. So, um, I guess without further ado, we'll jump in unless you got anything to add before we get going, Andrew. No, just full disclaimer. This is decaf. This coffee I'm drinking, you know, I'm taking sips from video. Just like, oh. you know, I'm thinking about stress again. Like I would not do this. It's 4 p.m. here, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's a lovely disclaimer. <laughs> Nobody knows what time it is when they watch the video clip. But I was like, if they're watching this clip, they're gonna think I'm crazy. Well, no. Nobody thinks you're crazy. Hey, um, but I got nothing else. This is actually one of my favorite topics. Good. And All I right. think it's a game changer when people really take on to this concept. I agree. I agree. So find the sweet spot. What does that even mean? Right? Well, if you look at your fitness, I suppose your fitness or fitness in general as a continuum, you can look on one side of the continuum is like fitness model slash bodybuilder slash professional athlete. Like you are so dialed in, you know, um, you're freaking jacked. You're performing at a high level. But also you're making all the sacrifices that accommodate that. You're sleeping 10 hours a night. Um, well, okay, maybe 8 to 10 hours a night. You, you're certainly not going out to restaurants. You know, there's zero alcohol. Every morsel of food is weighed and measured. Uh, you're, you're, you're sacrificing a little bit of a social life for that. Right. If you're socializing, it's pretty strategic yeah. and probably not as much around food right. and drink. Right. Exactly. And then on the other side of the spectrum is... Um, on the other side of the spectrum is just not giving a shit at all and just being like, I- I'm not willing to sacrifice anything. I'm not willing to put any ounce of effort in my food. And this is, it's funny, like from an outsider's perspective, this is where you hear people say all sorts of stuff that you're like, excuse, excuse. They're like, well, that's not natural. Uh, I eat intuitively. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whatever. And so people like, so the other end of the spectrum, people who are violently opposed violently opposed to taking charge of their health. You know what I mean? And being like, I don't wash what I eat. You know, some, some men think it's unmanly, right? To, to care about what they eat. I'm not on a diet. That's for women. Um, you know, whatever, to each their own, right? Very few people are on that side of the spectrum, by the way, though. Most people recognize, at least the people who are coming into our world, right? Like, I'm not going to convince you to get off that side of the spectrum. <laughs> I'm not, I, like, that's not We're my, not even looking for I'm you. I'm not even looking for you. <laughs> if like, I am certainly not here to convince you how to exercise. That's not who we work with, right? Like, we're working with people who are already working out, who, are, who already see the benefit of taking care of their bodies from a nutrition standpoint, from a workout standpoint, but they're trying to figure this whole thing out. You know, we always say they're fit and health minded. Fit and health minded, whatever it, that looks like. But to them. but they're not seeing the result that they want, right? So they're they're putting in the effort, but they're not seeing the result. And oftentimes, 
because of that. And sometimes they're not putting in the effort yet because they fear paralyzed by all the information out there. But they're still mindful and they're aware of it. Right, right. And a lot of times that paralysis by analysis that you just mentioned um, or the reason people are kind of stuck is because when they're looking at finding your sweet spot, it seems to them that the only option to get in shape is to do 8% body fat and be a fitness model. Right. Because it seems like every workout program is geared towards that. And then what happened and every trainer just works you in that direction. And and so what happens is like, okay, cool. Well, I'm not willing to do all those things, which is natural because, again, most of the people that we work with, uh, a lot of business owners, a lot of career oriented people, people in their 30s and 40s who have families. They can't do like it doesn't make sense. Like their actual quality of life would suffer if they took it to that extreme. But yet it seems like every single program it's just geared to go to that extreme. And so that's when we say, when people come in with meal plans or they come in with, you know, whatever else like that are geared to get you there. Well, that's all well and good, but now your life is going to suck because that plan isn't geared for your area on the sweet spot. So your area on the sweet spot is there's somewhere in between fitness model and couch potato. There's so there's so there's your spot is somewhere in between there. And when we give you the tools to navigate that continuum and we teach you how to use them. Now you're in control. And so now it's a customized plan that's going to move you a little further in the direction that you want to go, but you don't have to be like, Oh, well I'm a, you know, I'm a 40 year old business owner with three kids. I'm not going to eat and train like a professional bodybuilder. Yeah. Nor should you, nor is that even necessary to have a badass physique. Like you can make some minor changes to your nutrition. You could train three to four hours a week and look like a freaking Hollywood movie star, you know, which is good enough for most, which I won't say good enough. Like you're settling, but that's actually what most people want. Actually, very few people even want to look like a bodybuilder, a professional bodybuilder. Right. So, yeah, man. So what we do is we, we, we bring that to awareness like, hey, this isn't all or nothing. It's not It's not like, hey, get to 8% body fat and eat only chicken and broccoli. Otherwise, you are a failure. What we're going to look at and be like, hey, these are the principles that matter. These are the concepts that matter. You know, about balancing your nutrition, about balancing your intake, how to get enough protein, how to navigate social events, looking at social events and looking at your life in general and being like, man, what's important to me and what's not? Right? Yeah. Isn't that a question we should we should be asking? Like when when it, when somebody just gives you a meal plan that's like this much tilapia and this much chicken and this is meant to get you shredded. Well, do they even ask what's important to you? Do they even ask what your actual end goal is? And furthermore, once you're off of that meal plan, are you even capable to continue it on your own? Or to, to like, is it, is, is there any alternative? Like, is there life or is there just off the plan and on the plan? Cause that's no way to go through life. And so that's, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm really passionate about this actually, because, um, because man, getting clear on what you want is, is, is the underlying key to all happiness. I think, I believe, I really believe that, you know, and, and as far as getting what you want, um, there's, there's being clear on what you want. I mean, this is a whole other aside, but sometimes we're just taught like not to prioritize that. Like what you want is kind of got to go in the back burner compared to what you need. Um, and what you want is a little bit selfish to go after it. But I think I, I, I don't believe that's true. 
Um, I believe the world needs more people who do the things and live the life that make them feel on fire. I believe that's the most important thing in the world. But I also believe that it's obviously unique to everybody. And so when you look at this fitness game, I'm not trying to turn you into a meathead. I mean, I am, but like, <laughs> like you don't have to carry around a jug of water and work out an hour, six days a week and carry Tupperware every with you. You don't have to do that, man. But what we are going to do is look at like, Hey, what's, what's going on in your lifestyle right now? What's important here. And this is the sweet, this is the sweet spot can be summed up in these three questions. What is non-negotiable for you? What is an experience that you are absolutely unwilling to change in any sort of way? Like for some people, it's like we order pizza with the kids on Friday. That's it. Some people are like, dude, when I go to the ballpark on a hot summer day, I'm getting a Budweiser or two or six. Whatever it is. What are you absolutely not willing to negotiate? Right. And then in the middle of the road, there's some stuff where it's like, hey, what can we modify to fit your to fit your goals a little bit better? You know what I mean? And you know, the example I always use is like when, when we were in Clarendon Hills and we always used to go to the country house. That was our spot. It was like this little bar. I just like, I don't need French fries. I don't care for me personally. So I would drink three pints with my burger and I would just get no fries. And I, I was so content because the, because the beers were non-negotiable. I didn't want to make ultra. I wanted like, they always had good stuff on tap, right? Like that's what I wanted. I want two to three of those. Right. And I wanted the burger. I just didn't care about the fries. You were the opposite. You never drank, but you ate the fries, right? Correction. I would stay, I would save up for dessert. Oh yeah. <laughs> I always got a side yeah, salad. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, but, but, but again, it's making a trade off. But, but, it's, but it's, it's just making a trade off. And so it's like at the top the three questions, the first one is what are you absolutely not willing to negotiate on? And then the second one is where are you willing to make some trade offs or some substitutions? Again, speaking on the topic of burgers, right? Like we, do we we usually do our burgers 96.4, which is super lean. So now you're looking at a protein source that's about as lean as chicken. It's going to save you a bunch of calories there. And then like the healthy life buns are 80 calories each. And so people are like, oh my God, are those as good as like a brioche bun? Like, no, they're not. Not right. at all. Or 80, 20 ground yeah, beef. Yeah, like no, not at all. But what it does is it scratches the itch and it's a trade-off that makes me feel good about my lifestyle. Like, oh, I'm still, I'm still slamming burgers a couple times a week and it scratches that itch, but it's also like right in line with my plan. That's freaking dope. And I'm fuller. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, totally. And then, and then the third level is just looking at things that, and this is the sneakiest, and this is the lowest hanging fruit. It's like, what do I actually not care about? What do I actually not care about? You know what I don't care about? The cheese slice on that burger. You right, know how yeah. many calories can add up with that? Right? Like, you, you can think about it as little as toppings. Well, yeah. I, I'm serious. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Like You're pizza. right. Do you really love the sausage and the pepperoni and all of that mm. as much, or can you just do with cheese pizza? Yeah, for sure. And, and it's like, um, too... Um, you know, appetizers at, at like social functions, right? People make people like, here's the deal, man. When you have a social gathering and somebody tasks you to bring an appetizer nine times out of 10, that person who makes the appetizer just absolutely mails it in. <laughs> they absolutely do not try hard at all. They show up with a crock pot full of those little smoky weenies. <laughs> you know what I mean? They show up with some bullshit. And like, if you're, if, if you're just completely unaware of it, 
you just you just have it all and then it just adds up and it fucks you it fucks up your plan but if you're just aware of it you go wow that just adds nothing to the quality of my life but it detracts from my goals right and so it's just bringing to awareness some things that you're like wow i actually don't care about that thing at all you know um and it's fun it's in and, and, and that can look a lot of different ways you can be appetizers at a party it could be, and this is a very definitive moment when your beer stops tasting good or your, or your alcohol stops tasting good. Uh, and, you know, I've told this story before, maybe not on the podcast, but I've just, have, I've definitely talked with clients about this where like when we used to go out, you know, I would drink a beer or two while you got ready, right? Have another beer when we got to the restaurant, have probably another two with dinner and then come home and like have another one or two on the couch, but like there's one or two on the couch. First of all, the one while you're getting ready, just completely unnecessary. Like it didn't really add to the quality of my life. But the one or two at home on the couch, I was like, I would always like nod off. Right? Like half of, half of, half of at least one got wasted. Cause I was like fall asleep within my hand. And when I'm, and, and I understand what I sound like right now, but it's, <laughs> it's not like I was passing out drunk. I'm just saying like, this would be me being exhausted after waking up. This is our routine. Waking up on a Saturday, working at the gym, which was our busiest day, you know, and then coming home, chilling out for a minute, going to do something. The two of us, by the time I got home, I was exhausted. And so I just started to realize, like, those beers when I get home, like, it's complete waste. It's a waste of good beer. I'm not enjoying them that much, you know? Cut that shit out, boom, just save three, 400 calories like that, you know? That was kind of a detour from the topic. Actually, no, it wasn't. That was on topic, I think. You know? And so... So the concept of finding your sweet spot, and this is where it gets super, super liberating, is it changes over time. There are times when you can dial it up and you can push harder in one direction toward, you know, push harder towards, you know, that one side of the continuum. You can, you can really dial in on what you're tracking. You can cut out alcohol. You can cut out sweets. You know what I mean? And you can really push to, to just see progress. Just for the fun of it, just to see how lean you can get or to push your performance as well, to see how fast you can run, to see how heavy you can lift. There's times where you can push, push in that direction. And so your sweet spot's going to look a little bit different in those phases because you're be a little bit closer to one side of the continuum. And those non-negotiables are going to change right at the top. And even those trade-offs are going to change. And then that third question, what, what can I absolutely do without? That category is going to grow even bigger. Right. But then you can you can go the opposite direction sometimes, too, which is where a lot of people are at right now. The holidays are like, dude, most people, I mean, you're wearing more clothes during December. Um, you're going to a lot of social events. You're like, dude, I could totally slide in the direction of the couch potato. And I'm not talking about giving up and just and saying it's a fuck it month. I'm talking about just just your your non-negotiables get expanded, right? Your trade-offs get shrunk a little bit, maybe. I mean, I don't know, but you don't care. And what the cool thing is, you're in charge. You now have got to decide what you know where you're going with it. You got to decide how it's important to you. In the in in, there's no more on and off. It's just like, hey, this is what I'm up to right now. And now you can just completely do away with quote-unquote diets ever again. And you can just take charge of your own destiny. Be like, hey, this is what's important to me now. Well, and I know you just said it's like you don't care. And I think I'll just kind of jump in a little bit. 
Paul's not saying like literally they're like, oh, I just don't care. Right. Like it's no, literally, right. you know, your sweet spot so well that you you're it. okay loosening the reins a little bit, even if you gain a few pounds here and mm-hmm. there, because you understand how to slide so easily mm-hmm. that you can not be emotionally attached mm. to the outcome of what might happen if you decide yeah. to have more of your non-negotiables or your negotiables or whatever. You literally just don't have an emotional response to it. Like, you just don't care. Yeah. That, more saying it like that. Like, oh, no, it's no big deal. I don't care because I know what to do. And right. I'm very yeah. happy with where I'm at right now and my progress uh-huh. and how I feel. And How empowering is that? Yeah. And then maybe in January, I'm going to be like, wow, I'm a little tired from all that eating and drinking. I do feel a little more yeah. sluggish. Like, I, I notice my mental clarity isn't as good from having more drinks and not getting quality sleep. And so you're like, I'm going to tighten it up and I'm going to slide the other way. Like, I'm ready to feel turned on again. Mm. And that might come with your food choices and your behaviors. But, yeah. you know, some people might have took that as like, oh, I don't care. Like. Right. No, no. No, it's no, not what they mean. They mean no, literally there's you don't no have emotional, an emotional attachment charge. anymore. Because the emotional charge comes from being out of control. Like, oh my God. Like it comes from And you're from ex- not. You're it comes from, to choose right, where come, you want to be. It comes from it comes from expectations, right? Like, oh, I have these expectations of myself to follow a quote unquote diet plan. And then I don't follow the diet plan. I have a negative outcome, which is weight gained. And now I have now I'm a failure for not sticking to the diet plan and I'm a failure for gaining weight. And and then that causes that unproductive emotional state. That causes the freak out, right? Whereas opposed to saying like, hey, I'm gonna choose. And because I'm going into it, not like trying to white knuckle and falling off, I'm making conscious choices ahead of time. I'm proactive instead of reactive, which is always better in every area of life. And then also you 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 chose it. So you own it and there's just, and you're just excited. You're like, cool, I'm going to enjoy this season exactly the way that I decided to enjoy it. And at a certain point, I'm going to change gears and enjoy a different season. And that's cool. And it's, it's not going to feel like, oh, I've got to restrict and coach needs to beat my ass. You know, cause that's what people always, oh, I need you to kick my ass. Like, no, you don't. You're a grown up. You need, to, you need to choose your own destiny and I can, and I can teach you how to get there, you know? And and I think that's that is the power uh, that is the power of this concept, and it's so central to everything that we do. Like you are in charge. We give you tools. We show you how to use them. And you're setting yourself up for realistic expectations. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about it the most mm-hmm. too. And even if you decide you want to go one direction and, and you get into it and you're like, wow, like this isn't the right time. Like I do have too much going on with busy season of work or with the kids. And you're like, I need, I need to loosen back up a little yeah. bit. Your behaviors are on autopilot. Like loosening up your behaviors means giving yourself a little bit more grace and balance in a time that might be more hectic. Right. right. So you, you know, your expectations and you know how to still have structure and routine, mm. But just how to be flexible with it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I mean, pivot I, and move. That's it. That's Find it. Your sweet spot. All right. Well, I think. What do you think, Ash? Think we we covered it sufficiently for today? I think so. Good. All right. Then we're gonna sign off. Okay. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>